Hello and welcome to Drinks with Mom. My name is Paul and I'm here with my mom, Gina. Hi, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Mom. Yes, Thanks for thank coming you. over. You're welcome. You're at our house in Toronto. Yeah. And we've got, uh, you know, our, our fall tablecloth and all those things that people do. Mm-hmm. So this is our 24th episode. I know. Wow. 24. And so for the people that maybe are just listening, what do we do on this, uh, this podcast? We get together. We try a beverage of some sort. We try to solve your problems. <laughs> it doesn't always work. Yeah, it's a long, it's a long process. It's a long it's process. It's going to be a while. Yes. I think we're going to be doing this for a long time for solving <laughs> my problems. Um, so what are we drinking today? We are drinking a pumpkin tea. Is it a pumpkin spice tea? Pumpkin spice latte. Oh. It's espresso based. Oh, so wow. So no tea. Mm. Uh, so you had mentioned you'd never had one before, and yeah. they're kind of the uh, the kind of ubiquitous fall drink that is just in everyone's face these days. And uh, so we're going to... Try these and we'll learn about a little history okay. of oh, uh, you pumpkin. know everything. So why don't we start by uh, by trying our PSL as they are known uh, in for, in shorthand? Oh PSL PSL. Oh my god! Someone's mowing their lawn, so just ignore <laughs> that in the background. Cheers. Cheers. Interesting, right? It is very interesting. Um, so, full disclosure. We didn't get these from the usual big chain places like Starbucks is the famous one. We got these. Uh, we walked down the street to Broadview Espresso, which is our local cafe that mm-hmm. uh, Laura and Lindsay, your daughter, my sister, both worked at for many years. Your, oh, yeah, Lindsay. Yeah. Yes, I thought you were telling right. Laura, yeah. your sister. No. I was going to say, oh, dear, <laughs> no. we have problems. So they worked there for many years when the place first opened. And it's it's a, you know, a going concern in the local community. And it's where I go for my coffee if I'm not making one at home or anything. And um, so we asked them to make us a pumpkin spice latte. And then we put them into go mugs, walked home together, you know, skipped yes, hand in hand, hand the in whole hand. way. Yeah, he was like my rolling cart. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. The people need to know about your <laughs> obsession with rolling carts. And uh, then, so now we're, we're here. We've got them poured into, you know, nice nice cups and trying them for the first time. We've even got some food pairings we'll get into a little later. But I wanted to get your thoughts uh, on the initial pumpkin spice latte uh, experience. It's very nice. Um, mine could be a little bit warmer. Oh, just well. Be- just because we've been, you know, setting up and... Well, we can pause and microwave it for you if you no, want. No, that's okay. You want to try mine? I'm not that delicate. No, I'm okay. The problem with mine is I use the same uh, coffee mug, travel mug that I use for work every day. And sometimes it's got lemon herbal tea. Sometimes it's got an Americano. And always it's it's mostly washed. So even when I was pouring it out today, I could smell, oh, there's a bit of lemon tea still <laughs> sent left in there. Um but this is also an espresso-based drink. So you mentioned latte or, or uh, tea or chai. Or, right. So this is an espresso, and we got double shot espresso in each of these. So oh. that's where you're, you're going to taste a bit more of that that dark kind of coffee flavor. Okay, that's what I'm. That seems yeah. to be sticking out. I was expecting more of the uh, the nutmeg or the pumpkin spice mm-hmm. or something like that. And depending on where you get it from, you'll get it more like uh, sugary, or it'll be too sweet, or overly artificially flavored. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll be raring to go after two shots of espresso in your, oh, great. In your pumpkin <laughs> Your dad's going to be so excited to see me come home. <laughs> Have you painted the basement yet? <laughs> <laughs> so the the pumpkin spice, this is our second non-alcoholic episode in a row, by the way. Last just, week we did, we're born uh, again. we did bitters and soda, which is not oh, totally right. non-alcoholic, yeah. but it's almost. And this is more like a, you know, a fall tradition. Yes. Um, do you, so do you know anything about pumpkin spice lattes? No, I don't. Yeah. Not very much. I think at you all. brought it up as something you'd heard of, but you hadn't tried before. No, I'd never tried it. I've, I'm not one into because I've always associated it with very sweet. Yeah. So I try to avoid, you know, because I don't like sugar in my coffee or in my tea. So I associate it with a lot of calories. Yeah. 
and very sweet. And I think if that, if you go to Starbucks or whatever and get their their standard one, you're probably going to get way more sugars and flavors and and whatever, probably less of an espresso taste. Mm-hmm. So this is how a local our local coffee shop makes them. Oh, it's and, very good. Uh, so I was reading about the history. Oh, here we go. Of people. the pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> have you got time? <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of was thinking about starting a new thing using our site because we have a we have a website where we publish these these uh, podcast episodes too as well, not just the usual streaming services. And I thought we could post the recipe we used that day, but maybe also some reading material where I, I, I've done my research and, or we talked about a certain subject, I could post a link and people could follow along and read along later if they wanted to. And in this case, I didn't just look at Wikipedia. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, I've gone above and beyond for the people. Well, you knock yourself out and you get right <laughs> on that. So the pumpkin spice latte, as we know it, has been around since about 2003, 2004. Mm. Uh, not that long. And yeah, not that long, but there are some staggering figures around it, which is kind of interesting. Um, so Starbucks initially tested, they wanted something for this season because they did really well with their, uh, was it like a peppermint mocha mm-hmm. and uh, eggnog latte. So they had some really good seasonal things happening and they really wanted to keep that ball rolling. So they tested about 20 different flavor varieties. Um and the pumpkin spice, I think it was pumpkin pie latte at that time or whatever, it didn't win in their focus group testing. Uh, it was something like a caramel chocolate thing and some other things uh, were more interesting to people at the time. But they kept on this, this idea about the pumpkin flavoring uh, and kept testing it and refining it. And eventually they did uh, a test in a couple markets in 2003 and it went really well. They couldn't keep up. It was doing gangbusters. So 2004, they launched it across the U.S., Starbucks locations. And now it's sold. How many, if you had to say between 2003 to now, how many do you think it has sold? Millions. I, I really couldn't. I mean, that's not a bad guess. Say, over 200 million. A, oh, over 200 million. Yeah. Wow. So they, they estimate it at, you know, Starbucks alone probably makes a billion a year off these things. Wow. So, um, so that's the Starbucks story for, in a, in, a, in a roundabout way. And there's some articles, there's some good articles on the history of that that I'll post from Chatelaine and Adweek and a couple other places. Um, but the pumpkin itself, the pumpkin spice itself has been around a long for longer. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in the fifties they had kind of how to cook more easily with pumpkin flavoring and yes. canned pumpkins and pumpkin spice configurations or whatever for, for the busy homemaker who yep. just needed to you know, <laughs> yeah. have a, you're a just, good... You're just Mrs. Betty Crocker That's over right. there. That's what they call me. Um, and uh, yeah, and before that, like pumpkins, obviously, they're, they're kind of indigenous to, to North America. When in colonialism, people came over and the pumpkin was a novelty. It was a thing that was interesting to everybody. Like, look at this, this funny shaped thing that mm-hmm. has a nice flavor and we can use it in all our meals or whatever. Um, so it's been around, obviously, for a long time. But the, uh, the spices that they use in this, if you had to guess, what, what kind of spices do you put in a, in a pumpkin spice latte or something like that? Well, I would say uh, cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of benefits to having cinnamon. There's a lot of health benefits. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of goodness in the pumpkin as well, but cinnamon would be one. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the other one. Well, there was one we on. almost put on top of ours as kind of a garnish. The um, nutmeg, yeah, definitely nutmeg, and nutmeg can you can buy in so many different. Like if you'd buy the whole nutmeg and just grate it in, that gives a lot more flavoring too. Yeah, and then there's uh, cloves. Cloves. Then you have like steamed milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
espresso and then uh, sugar and, and whipped cream often is a big thing as well. So we didn't, we skipped that part. You know, we're, we're healthy people oh, yeah. in the prime of our lives. As I'm staring at these apple fritters on the oh, table. Oh, well, that was the surprise part for the for the people. We, we've gotten suggestions before on food pairings we could have with drinks. And uh, Akiko, our dedicated uh, listener in Japan, who often listens multiple times just to get our stats boosted. <laughs> Good girl. Um, she emailed with some suggestions um, for what we could do if we end up doing like a pumpkin, because you had mentioned maybe doing this uh, last episode. If we did something like this, what, what could we go with it? So when we were at the local coffee shop today, Bravio Espresso, we, we also bought a, a ginger molasses cookie because mm-hmm. I figured that, like Hiko suggested, the ginger cookie might go yes. well, and I agree with her. And then when we came home, Laura, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday, yeah, Laura. Happy birthday. Um, she's been making pumpkin pies for a, a dinner we're going to later and also made us... Apple, apple turnovers. Yeah, sample kind of apple crisp, apple turnovers, uh, individual sizes. So we've got a, more food than we probably need. I mean, what does is, what is Thanksgiving weekend need but more food? Oh, right? I know. True. Uh, yeah. For those listening internationally, it's Canadian Thanksgiving this yes. weekend. So so we're already pretty full of uh, turkey and, and pumpkin pie and, and whatever else. But why don't we, uh, why don't we take a, a chunk of that ginger molasses cookie and see how we like it before I, I get back into the, uh, into the histories. I'm just banging up the place okay, around here. I'm just going to rip a piece off. I'm, I'm not dainty. It's chewy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's got a real piece of ginger. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> mm. They do go quite well together. Mm-hmm. Just got to finish chewing. I wonder if it's the molasses that makes I it chewy. I love molasses. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why we don't do food pairings. <laughs> yeah. So true. <laughs> and we do have our mouths closed too. I'm, I'm I'm back into a rabbit hole in the pumpkin spice history because there's a consumerism behind it, right? There's the whole Starbucks found something that they hit on and then they milked it to death. And this year, for instance, you know how uh, Halloween, you can't get through Halloween before Christmas decorations are already out. This is the earliest they've ever released the pumpkin spice latte in a season. This year it came out at the end of August. And that to people, some people get excited because they love this drink. It goes nuts for them. But other other people are thinking like, okay, cool it. It's not that, it's not that time of year yet. Um, there's a term that if we were to teach you you know, some, some new uh, terminology that the kids say, people who drink pumpkin spice lattes are basic. Oh, really? Now, if you want to go a little more vulgar with it, they're basic bitches. <laughs> because Why? It's so typical. It's so kind of predictable. It's just that, that kind of, oh yeah, that's, of course you would drink that. You know, you're just, there's nothing special about you. You're basic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I don't not, know. Not you. I'm, I'm looking at you because we're talking. I'm not looking yeah, at you because you're lucky because, because my foot just landed somewhere that yeah. I diapered. I hope not. So yeah, we're, we're a bunch of basic bitches today. So if anyone's listening out there and wants to defend our honor, then that's, that's kind of, uh, I, I'm, I appreciate it. Talk about yourself. I'm an upscale one. <laughs> so let's, let's go. I wouldn't have skimped on the whipped cream. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, it's interesting. There's an ad week article that is an interesting look into why it's so successful and you know Starbucks themselves didn't it didn't test well and they still felt they had something here so they wanted to go forward with it and obviously it's a huge thing for them and now even before them there the other other local shops reportedly did this but it's become a phenomenon there's pumpkin spice 
in everything now. You can get cold brew pumpkin spice drinks, and there's there's all kinds of pumpkin spices everywhere. Well, look in the beer store. Like look at the beers. Yeah, the beer, like in the pumpkin liquor spice store. Beers. We could they have, had a, we could a have whole done end. That. Yeah, they had a whole end cap. Maybe we'll do a, a pumpkin spice whiskey or something before the falls over. Yeah. So they hit on something. There's something here that's more than just uh, you know the taste or whatever. There's something about it. And this Adweek article goes on to say, whether they're right or wrong, part of it could be a nostalgia. It's something that we're losing. It represents kind of something we want to hold on to, that whole kind of like Thanksgiving dinner, the the fall leaves changing, the slowing down, the family moments, you know, that kind of thing. It's, warm, fuzzy it's, feeling. It's very nostalgic, warm mm-hmm. and fuzzy, um, mm-hmm. which is interesting because in a certain point in history, pumpkins were regarded as uh, working class. It was poor. It was rural. It was... It wasn't something that you wanted to be associated with if you were part of the elite or projected yourself as being part of the elite because it represented uh, just the local you know, people that you didn't necessarily want to be a part of, which there was nothing wrong with the local people, but you thought you were better than them because they ate a lot of pumpkin stuff because it was indigenous to the ground. It was, you just, just had it everywhere. You made it in a lot of meals. Um, so it went from being a novelty to being a bit kind of downtrodden because it didn't, it wasn't a good status symbol. And then now it represents nostalgia and all the things we may think we're missing or we want to slow down and reappreciate. But it also happens to represent a huge capitalist, uh, you know, money machine. Yes, and a touch of colonialism for a good measure. But pumpkins in general are very healthy. They're low in fat. Yeah. They're low in sodium. They're low in calories. Um, there's so much you can do with it. So the people that have been eating pumpkins over these years yeah. are doing, you know, good. Like, yeah, and yeah, you don't exactly. waste a pumpkin. Yeah, you know, you you can cook the seeds. Yeah. Oh yeah, the whole you can use you know? all the pumpkin, and then you can decorate with it. It's it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. But um, you know, the the there are some of these articles I'll post. They they use examples like when Cinderella's carriage changes at midnight, it turns into a pumpkin, and yes. that's meant to represent. You know, she's poor again. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It goes through this history, this cycle of being, it's either, it's a it's a symbol of working class poor, mm-hmm. or it's now nostalgia and family and 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 billions of dollar industry. So it's kind of interesting to see that ebb and flow. And, and I'll put that changed. article up that people can read it uh, if they so choose. When I was in Collingwood a week ago, uh, PA Day, looking after Weston, my grandson, your nephew, we went to the pumpkin patch. And oh, yeah. I have never seen pumpkins like this before. Like I've seen a white pumpkin, but pink pumpkins, and they had like, oh my gosh, all these little lumps and well, ripples all spray over paint them. Downstairs, you want? No, it was really, really interesting to me. Uh, the pumpkins, and it, they had a lot of gourds out as well. Yeah, Weston was collecting pumpkins like I collect crockpots. <laughs> so as he was turning For the record, his Mom back, has many crockpots. <laughs> as he had his back turned, I was taking pumpkins out of the cart because I think we had about eight or nine different pumpkins. And one was a pumpkin pie pumpkin, and he really wanted it. And yeah. I thought, oh, you've got to be kidding. But it was only $3. It was a good-sized pumpkin, $3. And they did make two pies out of it, Yeah. which I salute your sister for taking the time to do that with him. Yeah. And they made pies, and they had some pumpkin left, and she was doing something with it yesterday as we left. She was either doing a pumpkin loaf oh, or yeah. Yeah. muffins. Or- well, it's, it's interesting. One of these articles uh, went on to ask the question of why not squash? Why pumpkin? Um, you know, they're similarly found here and and similarly mm. edible and useful for many yeah. different items. It's it's kind of, you know, the, the reasons why one thing gets more popular than another is kind of uh, curious. But but yeah, so 
Um, there's a whole other thing. So just, you know, there has to, there's a downer. There's always a downer, a downside right. okay, to all this stuff, Okay, here it goes, right? everybody. Prepare so, yourself. This is what happens when I do too Grip much research. your chair. This happens when we do non-alcoholic drinks and I do too much research yes. because then I got to spout it all out and I'm not just being goofy. Um, so there's a Washington Post article that I'll post as well uh, about the history of nutmeg because nutmeg is a huge ingredient oh, in yes. all this stuff. And that's pretty, pretty gruesome. It can, um, you can go deep with that one, well, I think. Well, so I guess it's the banda or the, the it's what was Indonesia or yeah. is, what Indonesia was. Um, so it had been under so many different uh, rules before uh, Spanish and Portuguese. And the Dutch came and signed contracts or deals with these people for this nutmeg that they had cultivated. And uh, it, I don't know if what went, something went sour or they didn't know what they were getting into, but then basically they ended up mostly being murdered and persecuted mm-hmm. and all for this nutmeg. And then the English, because they were selling to the English and the Dutch wanted exclusive rights. And then the English eventually said, okay, we'll give you... Or you give us this worthless little island, uh, and we'll give you. We'll, we'll forget about the nutmeg. Can you guess what what island that was? Um, so I, think of a, a famous, uh, really famous place. Not like Aruba. No, because we were on a trip once where I bought the spices. Oh yeah, uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. It's not an island. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> is it an yeah, island? Oh, island. the island. Yes, bridges. you're right. I apologize. Just yes. no, but you don't think of it I as one because it's so many it bridges. An, it's so central I did it, and connected. You're right. So that's that was traded, and that the joke in this this article was, and now Manhattan has so many hundred Starbucks locations where where nutmeg is used in these pumpkin spice lattes. But yeah, there's a bloody history there. Um, so yeah, you're having some cookie, you know, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, so the Banda people, the Banda Islands that are were part of what is now Indonesia. There's not many of those people left. There, I think they, this article says you know maybe a thousand of them survived. Some in some cases they were brought over or or um, enslaved by the dutch basically to teach them this his, this this nutmeg kind of uh a cultivation so there's a there's a history to the nutmeg that is is you know colonialism and and the 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 standard stuff unfortunately you expect from these expanding nations in this time period where everyone was everything was new to everyone and everyone was trying to get one over on each other and spread their own empire and then take the goods from these people and trade and whatever so there's there's that when you you know you don't have to think about that every time you have a pumpkin latte sip but uh it's just an interesting piece of history that that I'll post on for people to read because I probably very butchered the explanation um, no, I think you've done very well. I I prefer cinnamon myself, if that makes you feel better. Oh, there you go. I'll look up the violent bloody <laughs> okay, history of cinnamon like, really? in a second. I don't um, want you to upset me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what we should try as well, before we get going too far, because I'm running out of my, my pumpkin spice, Laura made these uh, these apple turnovers individually sized for each of us. So, uh, you know, and as usual, I'll post a photo on our Instagram and you'll see all our goodies <laughs> and all our, I'm just going to take a forkful. Just a forkful. You, you go for it. I'll... Oh, sugar balls. I'm taking this plate. I'll watch. I'll, I'll probably edit some of this out, but I might keep some of it <laughs> or in are for we posterity. Right now? <laughs> okay. Oh, forkful, whole plate. He's taking the whole we plate. Don't got, we, we're live, baby. We don't got time for all these niceties. Oh my goodness. I just wanted to try some. It looks really nice. Probably some cinnamon on here for you, mom. <laughs> it's a cinnamon might be an aphrodisiac. <laughs> I don't want to find out here. <laughs> no, that's good. Mm-hmm. Very homemade. Mm-hmm. No, cinnamon Ooh. has a lot of health benefits. Yeah. Yes. And aphrodisiac is one of them. I didn't get to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. It's probably low on the list. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the pumpkin spice latte itself, the recipe that you'd find, the nutmeg, the clove, whatever. So that's that that kind of spice mixture has been around for a while. And what the uh, 
the Brits might call like a pudding spice or a mixed spice medley. Um, so it's not exactly a new combination, but the, the, the variety of the amount of pumpkin to spices that Starbucks decided was uh, the acceptable ratio or the optimal ratio took them a long time to figure out. And if you had to guess one thing that... There it goes again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> before 2015, an ingredient that the pumpkin spice latte didn't have. This is kind of a trick question. That it didn't have? Yeah. And you say it has cloves, cinnamon, nutmeg. Was there anything else? How about pumpkin? Well, pumpkin's a given, I would think, but I bet it didn't. Well, it might Starbucks, just add a the, flavoring. In the Starbucks version pre-2015, it didn't have real, anything real pumpkin. Oh, okay. It was like sugars and artificial flavors. I was just going to say so, it would have a flavoring. So people kind of gave them crap for it, and there were some articles that went around and blah, 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 got, went viral. And so in 2015, they added basically what amounts probably to a, a minuscule trace amount of pumpkin puree. Mm-hmm. So there is a real bit of pumpkin when you buy a Starbucks pumpkin. I don't know what they used in the ones we got today, but it's my local coffee shop. I, you know, I support I didn't them see in general, them cutting but, that pumpkin open. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll ask them next time. Um, but yeah, so after 2015, there's, there's a, a dollop of real pumpkin. Well, um, I might have to try one. There's a new Starbucks coming to the Pickering Mall. I yeah. believe it's open today or yesterday. Well, you better it hop was, right over uh, there. Well, let me tell you, you would think it was like the biggest store coming ever. Yeah. They're so excited. Isn't there, there's Starbucks in Oh, I know, but are. this one's right by, in the, like in the mall, like oh, just yeah. before you go into, we're going to go to the gym and come out and have a big pumpkin latte. There you and go. Roll down to your car. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's just a funny quirk that they didn't have real pumpkin in it until, and even now they probably don't have a lot, but you know that's just the way it goes. They call things a certain name because it's evocative of that that uh, that flavor, that feeling. This would be really nice on a chilly winter night, and you already meant mentioned pumpkin whiskey. So we have the spiced yeah. pumpkin whiskey with a shot of that in it, and you just sit in front of the fire. There you go. Nice you get night. your apple crisp going or You're whatever. You're with the right person, you know. Oh, we got to find one of those. That's oh, Honestly, firstborn, you try to perfect it on the second one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I've, I've talked a lot about uh, about pumpkins and pumpkin spice and, and uh, you know, colonial battles and, and whatever else has gone on to all this stuff. But in general, this is also... Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, so I've had a lot of food this weekend. I assume you have as well. Yes, we have. We got a bunch in front of us, mostly desserts, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, and so, you know, how fired up are you? Are you you you've you've, you've had a lot of family oh. time this weekend? Are you feeling are you feeling uh, ready for big Gina's toast and roast? Well, kind of, yeah, but it's not <laughs> anything bad about family. Do you, you want to do the the happy or, or angry first? Well, I'll do angry first because okay. it makes you feel good because your oh, eyes look a little oh. bit nasty right now. Paul gets really disappointed in me if I don't, you know, rile up something or go on about something. Well, so yeah, I do have a few things. Who are you roasting this weekend? Roasting? Yeah. Just well, that's, pe- that's... people in general. Not, not, I shouldn't say, <laughs> I shouldn't say people in general because there's always um, a bad apple in a bunch, which can ruin it, right? Yeah. So this is about shopping carts. Oh, okay. Yes. Why can't people put their shopping cart back? Yeah. We are so fortunate in most grocery stores that they have, what, the cart corral? Mm-hmm. That you can take your carts back. Why do you leave it in the middle of the parking spot? Or, as an example, Lindsay and I were going into the grocery store on the weekend. You could not get into the door because there was like six shopping carts right there. It's a small grocery yeah. store, like a smaller Loblaws. Now, Lindsay put them away. Like, she just started to gather them mm-hmm. up, and and she's, she was... 
really disgusted. And it really was. It was just rude when all you had to do was just turn slightly and go that little step further and put them back. Why dump them down right in people's way? Well, I'm waiting for Elon Musk to give us self-driving shopping carts. You know, that's that's where we're getting. (laughs) No, but I just think it's, we have, we still have to think about other people. Like when you leave that shopping cart in a, in the parking lot, if the wind picks up, it can hit your car, scratch it. Seen that many a times. But if you're if you're so busy thinking about other people, you're never going to get to think for your, of yourself. Who's going to think of you? You see, I'm getting riled <laughs> now. That was just the start. Let me tell you. The other thing is, when you're with family, and I don't know if those of you have experienced this, but the last person in the washroom could check to make sure there's toilet paper on the roll. That's true. There yeah. you go. He's very sheepish now. No, I mean, I look. do that. I, li- I like a good uh, fresh roll of toilet paper. Well, I'm glad to yeah. hear it. Bathroom etiquette is a whole thing we could have an episode I, on. We that's, sure that's, could. Maybe we won't, don't want to go there while I'm eating some, uh, you know, apple puree. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you it don't. It wouldn't hurt me. <laughs> um, the shopping cart's a good one, though. I, my, no. my favorite thing to do is leave it, take my shopping cart and tuck it right behind someone else's car. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you better be kidding because you're going to wear that plate. <laughs> yeah. No, but I noticed it more so... Um, this weekend, I think, because it was a busy weekend, and people are in a hurry, you know, and they're they're pressed for time, or we think we are, and that's what we're doing. We're just running, running, running. Mm-hmm. So now, can I say something nice? Sure, I got a mouthful of food. Yes, I noticed. <laughs> food bearings, everybody. Um, you want to say something nice now? Okay, so you're roasting people with poor shopping cart etiquette, which I totally agree. It's a low bar. How hard is it? You put your groceries in the car. You wheel that cart back over to where you got it or where the next person can get it easily without damaging anyone's cars or just being a jerk. Why you got to be a jerk? That's pretty basic. I think if pumpkin spice lattes are basic in a way that's like tame and kind of predictable, leaving your shopping cart around is just basic in the sense that you don't even have human decency. He's on a roll now. Think of your people. Think of of your family. Think of other people. Anyone. So true. Okay. So who are you being nice to? I'm I'm done. I'm, done. I'm eating. You just keep eating. This comes from somebody, oh, I'll just have a forkful. Um, Toasting? Mm -hmm. Toasting this lovely season. We've had such a great weekend weather-wise, and it's nice to see families. We went out apple picking yesterday, and I could not believe how busy it was and just how nice it was to see the families out. Uh, A lot of people brought their dogs with them and walking around, and it was just lovely, happy, the kids running, jumping, Taking advantage of the nice weather. It was really, really nice. Sorry, Paul, you're making a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it was sharing and spending time together. You saw a lot of families out together. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people out together. A lot of families, like you said. A lot of people, a lot of road rage though, because a lot of people, like you said, are trying to get from mm-hmm. place to place really quickly. So we were stuck in traffic a couple times. People zooming up behind us. People just trying to weave in and out and they're not getting mm-hmm. anywhere any faster. But you know, that's the downside to it, I guess. Everyone's trying to get together, but that means people are rushing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of families, like the we went for um, brunch with Laura's family, and it was packed. Huge amount of people having Thanksgiving brunch together and just hanging out on a nice day. Yeah. So We yeah. met a lot of people when I was out on Saturday, a lot of people that were, you know, they were spending the whole weekend with different parts of the family and really coming together, whether it was with their friends or family, or mixed. It was just nice that people were taking that time to enjoy each other's company, and you mm-hmm. hope 
there's always a downside. There's always people that don't have that mm -hmm. luxury. So to be so appreciative for that luxury is really nice. Totally, yeah. And so those are some pretty good toast and roasts. Yeah. You feeling pretty good about that? I am. I, you know, I, I just do. I think we are lucky. We walked into one store and the the lady there was just saying, you know, she was working all day. She just felt grateful. She was so happy. You know, she had so much to be grateful for. But she'd had a few people come in and say, oh, oh, it's just a matter of cooking. It's just all this. It's me in the kitchen. It's me doing this. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I just think we're really, we're really fortunate. I agree. Cheers to that. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers with our pumpkin spice. And uh, checking in on our last couple episodes, there was some some nice feedback from people. Oh, was there? So uh, Akiko, as I've mentioned already, she emailed right away about the bitters. Um, coincidentally, she was looking at some bitters as well, and uh, apparently they're very expensive and hard to get in Japan. Could we ship them to her? Maybe we could. A little, little uh, custom care package. Could do that. Um, it won't be a surprise anymore. Well, I'm sure she just it would be a surprise as to what's in the box. Yeah. You this and is, my, you and my picture yeah. <laughs> up out. This is this is our uh, our level of listenership is we could we could one off mail some to each person that listens to the show because we probably have their address. <laughs> um, and then uh, my friend and former colleague Erica, she immediately sent me uh, a photo of uh, bitters and soda she made after seeing us do that as well. Oh, good. Just a and I've done it since as well. Just as a good idea of something you. You want something refreshing, but you don't necessarily want to have a cocktail or a beer or something. So it's it's nice, a nice option. So I'm and then still looking for the pomelo. Beers. Yeah, we still haven't found that yet, no. but we'll, we'll keep trying. Um, and your friend Matthew on Facebook uh, called you a stud, which I thought was funny. So <laughs> well, really, honey. There you go. Yeah. So uh, you see, I see, see what people say. Oh yeah, yeah. people say things. Yeah. You, have, you haven't seen me in action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Part of me is very glad for that. So yeah, so that's uh, catching up with our readers, our, our listeners. Readers, maybe. Readers. You know, maybe there's a transcript somewhere people are getting into. Um, yeah, and then, uh, so we'll do this again. Our next episode, I guess, will be Halloween. It will be, and we, we are trying to come up with a Halloween drink. Yeah, we'll we have something. to figure well, maybe, that out. Maybe just costumes, who knows? We'll figure something out. <laughs> Jeepers creepers. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll try to, the food pairings are interesting because it's, you know, it's eating in the microphone, but I'm sure people like the sound. If they like the sound of my dulcet tones, maybe they like the sound of my chewing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I could say something, but I'm just going to keep quiet. Um, you know what we forgot to do last week? What? Tell anyone where they can find us. Oh, well, good luck. <laughs> do I they... don't think anybody wants to find so us anymore. You've had, a, you've had an episode off. So how do oh people... My stop, stop hitting the microphone. Well, I'm, I'm nervous mic. now. <laughs> how do people email us? Drinks with mum podcast at gmail.com Ooh, there you go it's not even a question anymore it's just it's part of what you know i stay awake at night <laughs> thinking about this there are other things you could be doing staying awake at night than thinking about the email address for our podcast well you know i'm always I think worried they're, they're akiko and and maybe a, a couple other people are the only ones who use it so oh, okay feel free anyone else send us anything <laughs> whatever your thoughts a haiku something um a haiku i yeah. don't know what that is oh, it's a poem we'll, we'll get you one Make one for you. Send, make, write a haiku for mom if anyone's listening to this and post it on Instagram, Facebook, or email it to us and we'll read it out next week. Oh, team lovely. Gina. Hashtag Team Gina. Is it going to be like a rub-a-dub-dub dish out the grub? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a haiku. We'll have to check the syllables. Okay. Um, but yeah, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all the places that finer podcasts are uh, oh, acquired. Yes. You know, yeah. the high life. 
The high life. The high life. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm going to, uh, I ate my share of the apple crisp, so I, that's up I'm to you now. full up. I'm going to finish my pumpkin spice, and then I yeah. got to get ready to go uh, to another Thanksgiving dinner. So well, thanks for coming over. Th- thank you for having me, and enjoy your afternoon. Thank you, too. Uh, cheers to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy yours. Happy fall. Happy uh, colonialism yeah. or whatever else, capitalism you want to celebrate right now. You'll be grateful he's signing To all off. the other basic bitches out there, PSL. <gasps> <laughs> I like to think of myself a little bit upscale from basic. Oh, there you go. Okay, we'll work on that. <laughs> okay. I'll find out what that term is. <laughs> We've got to work on it. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Take care. Have Bye, a great everybody. day. Bye. Bye.